welcome back, boys and girls. It's me, Donna Gales. I am your partner, your friend on this journey as we continue week by week through our building blocks of being, our candid conversations about those things that make us a better person overall. I am thankful for you and your decision to tune in, not just into this podcast, but tune into yourself and to your experience, to what the universe, the divine is saying to you in this moment, in this space, in this time of growth. I am fortunate in that I have this ability to connect with you Some of you who I know and some of you I've never met. I've gotten so many messages from people that I have never physically met who happened upon this podcast and have found it to be a blessing. And that, my friends, is what this is about. Listen, Boys and Girls podcast was born of the divine leadership and instruction to just talk about what I already know. Not because I'm an expert, not because I'm so knowledgeable and versed and all of those things. Those weren't the reasons. My instruction came from a place that said there were times in your life when you wished somebody would just have told you what they already knew. And why is that? It's because our baselines are all different. Our experiences are all different. Our understanding is all different. Our perspectives are different. We may experience very similar things, but very differently. And sometimes all you need is someone to show you a different way to do something and it can change your whole world. I, Donna Gales, I'm not able to change anyone's world, but by the direction of the divine and obedience, I'm able to touch lives that I would have never touched without this process. And I'm thankful for that. And that's what it's about for me. It's not about me being an influencer or making a name for myself or having a million followers. It's not about that at all because I'm purposed to do something. I'm purposed to reach someone. And if I accomplish that, that's the business. (laughs) And so that's my goal to accomplish that, to connect with who I'm supposed to connect with and give to them what I'm supposed to give them and to receive from every arena, every facet, every opportunity to receive what I'm supposed to. And that's what I intend to do. With that, I will continue my installment of conversation. It's Wisdom Wednesday. It's still Wednesday. (laughs) I got an hour um, before it's Thursday. And so I'm just sharing with you briefly um, continuation of the candid conversations about self-love. And in these kinds of conversations, I don't propose to talk about anyone else because I don't have that latitude. I can only tell you about me. And it may resonate with you because we may be similar in in some instances, but my story is mine to tell, to share, 
to provide to others as a guide as to what to do and not do. There's so many to not do's in my story. And so I'm thankful that God has given me the ability to tell my story without the hurt that it has held before. And I'm happy that I'm able to tell my story with a level of transparency that some people never see. You know, some people are so ashamed of who they've been, they'll never be able to get to who they're supposed to be because they're too busy hiding who they used to be. There's so much that I could say in this arena of self-love. But let me say this and be clear. I've not yet arrived entirely. I am definitely further along in the process and I've gained more self-love than I've had in the past, but I've still got a ways to go. There are still times where I recognize situations and circumstances where I've not loved myself enough. And when I recognize that, I am charged with the responsibility of making another choice or continuing the path that I'm on. Sometimes I've chosen to continue for many reasons, comfort, discomfort, um, wanting to have a particular outcome, many, many reasons. But what I've learned is there is no good reason to not love yourself enough. We often arrive to that place of deficit through experiences and traumas and things that we've gone through that have convinced us that we are not worthy of the love that we want to receive and the love that we want to give others. But the desire to give it oftentimes comes from the need for it. And before you can really truly love someone else, something else, anything else, you have to love yourself and you have to love your creator and how you were created and why you were created. Everything about you has to resonate in a good place for you in order for that to register with anyone else. And so I talked about components of self-love, including self-esteem and self-acceptance, self-awareness. And I really think self-acceptance and awareness are kind of synonymous. Self-esteem, however, is a consciousness of yourself, but it also includes some judgment. And so for a very, very, very long time, I had the lowest self-esteem because I had a lot of contributions um, to that process. I had a lot of experiences that led to that belief, solidified that belief, and also reaffirmed that belief because of lots of things that happened. I was talking to my niece who just turned 14, and she actually asked me in a poll that she was doing, had I ever had experience with colorism? And for those that know me, I am a darker skinned uh, black girl <laughs> that um, that that did not always know that that was beautiful too. You know, I remember being younger, 
also larger than, than many of the young ladies because I was dealing with a lot of abuse mentally, physically, emotionally, sexually. And food had always been a comfort for me. And so, of course, I was bigger than um, some of the other girls, darker than some of the other girls, also um, just not happy uh, about lots of things. And so I had all of these negative um, weights around me outside of the physical weight. And so in my youth, you know, I was always wanting to be liked, always wanting somebody to notice me. And colorism was definitely a negative experience in my childhood because, of course, um, with the process of colorism, it pits people who should be supportive of each other to together it pits them against one another and so the lighter complected um young ladies had more attention and success and um uh, just attention and and it wasn't just romantically or you know um socially it was with teachers it was with you know people in church it was i mean because they were perceived as being cuter nicer sweeter you know all of these things and i i shared with my niece that i had a young man tell me that i would be so pretty if i were x amount of shades lighter and so you know while i think about that you know in the in context of today's experiences and things of that nature i was in my teens and I'm 47. So we're talking about 30, more than 30 years ago and comparing it to situations that we still deal with today. And so there are so many things that, that, um, chip away at our self-esteem because what self-esteem does is have you evaluate yourself as it relates to a standard that's established by somebody else. And so sometimes that self-esteem is out of whack because the standard is out of whack. (laughs) And with that, you know, we start to play over and over and over again in our minds what we aren't because it doesn't meet the standard that is so acceptable. And so for so long, I was a lot of things that were contrary to the standard. Therefore, I was not being accepted. And so I was not accepting of myself. Therefore, it led to a lower self-esteem because I had no acceptance of myself. But as things continued, different experiences started to happen, changes. Um, I've, I've been noted to be a pretty smart girl sometimes. <laughs> in in my younger years, um, I did very well academically. I was always um, in accelerated courses and things of that nature, but it was very imbalanced with the esteem. And so oftentimes I would dumb myself down because people didn't like that I was smart. And so I would not want to focus or highlight that I had levels of intelligence and articulation that other people didn't have because I was made fun of for those things. And so, again, those things that we should actually be proud of and able to stand firm in and and really 
find that as an attribute to our self-worth and really something to be proud of, I was not able to do it because I didn't have the fortitude through different reinforcements that could have and should have been there to help me with the esteem. And so this, again, conversation is not to blame anyone. It's just to share my experiences so that I can help someone, perhaps you, with this issue of self-love. Again, I know that there are so many people that struggle with it. It's evidenced by so many things that we see every day, how people interact with others, how they move through their own experiences. It's always about them, never about someone else. So when you are able to look at another person's experiences and recognize that a lot of their actions are based on a need for something, Oftentimes that something is acceptance. Oftentimes that something is love. Oftentimes that something is just peace and understanding. And and many people are in places where they lack that. And so I can only say that a part of this self-love journey is definitely um, balancing your mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional beings. Um, we're, We're all multifaceted. We're not just one thing. And so in order to truly understand and be aware of who you are and accept who you are, you have to know who you are. And I believe that information can only come from the one who created you. And so the journey of self-love won't really start until you start asking the creator why he created you or however your belief system acknowledges the divine. Asking, why am I here? Why was I created? And and in those spaces, hearing, knowing, embracing, and understanding that you are here for a purpose created intentionally with a design to do something that nobody else can do. That in and of itself will give you a level of self-esteem that is unparalleled because if you believe that you are here with a purpose, that you were created intentionally to, in essence, make manifest something that cannot exist without you that is why you were created that significance cannot be dismissed that significance causes you to look at things a different way and so as I continue this conversation as I mentioned on Monday that there will probably be a number of podcasts this week more than normal because of the topic. And I had oral surgery this weekend. And so, you know, I've been kind of struggling through the pain part. And so I'm feeling much better today. And so there will be a continuation of the candid conversation tomorrow and Friday as we continue to talk about this self-love thing. And so if you have experiences where you want to share your self-love journey, by all means, please reach out to me and we can talk about it and we can 
potentially feature our candid conversation um, as a part of the podcast. So please, again, reach out to me if you would like, you know, um, to to talk about these items. But in closing, I just want to share um, a concept that we'll discuss more tomorrow. Self-acceptance works differently than self-esteem because it doesn't paralyze you. Self-esteem can stop you in your tracks because you feel like you don't measure up or you feel like you can't. And sometimes that will cause paralysis that you overthink everything. Am I good enough? Am I tall enough? Am I short enough? Am I fat enough? Am I thin enough? Am I smart you know all of these things that that run through your mind and cause you to not move in one direction or another it can definitely be debilitating and self acceptance is almost the opposite i would say because it gives you a freedom when you are truly okay (laughs) with who you are and why you are and all of the things that come with saying I am who I am and I accept that I am moving toward being the best person that I'm able to be and you're truly doing that there's a level of freedom that comes with that a a self-accepting mindset is more aware of what you should and shouldn't accept because it doesn't align with what's best for you, with your highest good. It doesn't get lost in the minutia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A, a person who is actually self-accepting will not judge themselves so harshly as one who might have lower self-esteem because it doesn't it doesn't equate the same way you know by accepting yourself you say i know all the things about me that everyone else doesn't know you know sometimes people can put on a very good front sometimes people can show you only what they want you to see and they show you enough that it appears to be them entirely but most people don't want to highlight their their weaknesses. Most people won't even share with you their struggles because they want you to see them a particular way. But when a person has accepted themselves, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything, they've accepted where they are, who they are, there is no stopping that person because that person is not looking for anyone else to give them the acceptance that they would have needed had they not accepted themselves. You know, it's a process and it's a journey. And and, and some people are further along than others. Some people don't have any idea that they aren't moving forward in that journey but there's a lot of unpacking that has to be done there's a lot of work that has to be done in each of us in order to be the best person the best version of ourselves that we can be 
You know, we we talk about so many things. And as we continue to move forward in this this time that we're in, this pandemic and the election year and um, so much social injustice and unrest, there's so many things to contend with. And many people, again, entered this pandemic. We, We all came in this thing at the same time almost, but not at the same levels of experiences. As I've said before, the baselines have been different. I can't look at my neighbor and say she and I are going through the exact same things because we're both experiencing this pandemic. No, everything that has happened to me prior to the pandemic is a part of who I am. That's an establishment of my baseline. Everything that the next person has experienced prior to this pandemic in this place is their baseline. You know, that's that's a part of their experiences. And we intersect with people at different places in their lives and ours. And so a lot of times there's a lack of congruency. A lot of times we are further along than another person. And sometimes we're able to see in another person where they are and where they could go. Not necessarily should go because no one can chart out your journey for you and you can't chart out, chart out someone else's journey, but you can see where they have the potential to go if they so desire. And you might have a desire to help them. But at the end of the day, all of our journeys start with us. So if a, it's a self-actualization that we all come to in order to move toward the highest version of ourselves. And as we do that, so many things will change. Not even with a direct intent to change some things, but just as an added benefit or a byproduct of making a different choice. It will then allow us the opportunity to have a different set of choices and will continue through that process as much as we allow ourselves to. But anyway, it's been a very, very long day for me. And I certainly wanted to make sure that I shared this information. You know, I was talking to a friend who said that my 5 and 6 a.m. installments are too early. (laughs) And so I said I was going to do a poll and get feedback to see if you all really care about what time of day. Should it be a particular time of day? Do you just care that it happens that day? You know, just to get your feedback because I like to be consistent and I like to make sure that this is something that um, those who listen would like to um, have feedback on, whether or not you know they prefer a particular time of day or whatever the case. Some people care, some people don't. I'd like to know how you feel. So hit me up either on Instagram, Facebook, email, all of those platforms on social media are appropriate if you want to give your feedback. I welcome it. And again, I just want to continue to encourage you to keep going, no matter where you are in life, no matter where you have to go, keep going because you've already come so far and it takes 
every step of your journey to reach your destination. So never discount the steps that you've taken and never be discouraged by the steps you have left. Because if you continue, you'll get there. So I want you to know that you are an amazing person. No matter who you are, where you are, what circumstance you find yourself in, you were created by an amazing divine entity who found you to be the only person that can do what you're here to do. That is amazing. And whether you know it or not, you are needed and someone is waiting on you to recognize who you are, to love yourself enough to move forward in the process of getting to your highest self so you can impact the lives that you were created to impact. You all know what I say. If you listen, boys and girls, it just might change your world. I hope it does. Until the next time, bye-bye.